read the room. You got <laughs> but in the office or over Zoom. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full-Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. So what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is emotional intelligence. Hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this to you before. I didn't know what EI was. Yeah. (laughs) Until it came up in a prior job uh, training, it was like, yeah, we're going to go over emotional intelligence today. I'm like, why are we going over AI? This <laughs> has AI. nothing to do with finances, what we do. This has nothing to do with our job. This is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe people, maybe somehow they're going to replace us with robots. It, it, it went over my head. It went over my head. And as we were going through, I was like, oh, so basically... I don't have EI. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I've grown since then. I've definitely have grown since then, but yes. at the time I ain't gonna lie. It was the low, 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 low. ain't got no EI thing. I will say this. It was definitely a foreign concept to me when I first heard about it. And I was just like, why are we learning this? Like, what does this have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Is this going to help me get a raise? Does it help me get my job, like do my job more efficiently or anything like that? And I guess technically it can. And these things are, you know, useful. But at the time in my, in when I was little at least, I, I didn't, <laughs> it didn't compute. So mm-mm. Mm-mm. when we're growing, Through life, we learn the importance of intelligence and know-how. We value experience because with it, we believe it increases a person's knowledge base. We are also groomed to believe that emotion and intelligence are mutually exclusive, meaning they cannot exist together at the same time. For example, the patriarchal misogynistic thought that women make horrible leaders because they're incapable of managing their emotions, especially if on their period. We know that's a lie. That's a lie. However, what has become increasingly popular in recent years is the concept of emotional intelligence. Leading researchers on the topic, Peter Salovey, is what I'm going to say. And if that is wrong, feel free to Sounds correct me. Sounds about right to me. Okay. <laughs> and John Mayer defined emotional intelligence as the ability to recognize and understand emotions in oneself and others. It involves using this emotional understanding to make decisions, solve problems, and communicate effectively. So today we're going to talk about the value of emotional intelligence and how it can make you a better employee and leader. Well, I am looking forward to learning this for myself <laughs> and uh, learning with our listeners. And we will get started with those stats for that ass when we come back from this commercial break. What are you doing right now? Nothing. You're sitting on the couch. you listening to us on your commute to work. You're sitting in your cubicle or you're working from home. What else can you do right now? What you need to be doing is going to fulltimeblackwoman.com and grabbing some of our merch because we made it with you, the full-time black woman in mind. Go to fulltimeblackwoman.com and see what stands out to you. What screens? Uh-uh. Click. Uh-uh. Cart. Uh-uh. Check out. 
you today, make sure that you go ahead and check out what we have to offer because we did it for you because we see you because we are you. Absolutely. I mean, do you feel a little forgetful? Do you not remember why you went into the room just now? Hashtag Myrtle. That's you. That's me. That's we. That is us, y'all. FTBW crew. Come on. Click on the link at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Go to the little shop icon. Get you some merch. Get it for yourself. Get it for your friend. Get it for another full-time black woman like yourself. Not only does it help us, but it brings a little bit of us right to you. So, yes, if you love you some Isha and Elise, just go ahead and please kick on, kick on the, kick. Mm. You need to go ahead and go buy some. <laughs> so that's what you do. <laughs> Make sure you go ahead and support the show because it helps us continue to bring excellent content of what we have brought to you and what we would love to bring to you in the future. Fulltimeblackwoman.com is waiting for you, boo. We are back. You know what that means. It's time to get on our Elise, help me on no. Do people say okay. do they say Steve still? We on our Steve's? Is that a thing? I don't know. I've never even heard that word in my life. What is that? I don't know. I just heard it. I'd be on my Steve. <laughs> what in the 90s? Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Maybe 88. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. But we can go ahead and get started with those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we hey, bringing hey, you the facts hey. with some stats for that ass. So, Elise, check this out. What's up? According to one survey of hiring managers, almost 75% of respondents suggested that they value an employee's emotional quotient to or level of emotional intelligence than their IQ. So your EI was a value greater or equal to (laughs) your IQ. Emotional intelligence can have a significant impact on decision-making in the workplace. So when your EI is high, organization members can understand the cause and effect relationship between emotions and events and plan effectively. When the EI is low, organization members may experience incidental emotions like anxiety. Mm -hmm. Those low in an EI may not understand the source of their anxiety or how to effectively manage it, leading to too much risk taking or too little risk-taking, or judgmental cl- judgment clouded by bias, according to the positive psychology. Mm. What? Okay. So, what, what did you get for that? What I got is that when you don't have emotional intelligence, you cause anxiety in other people. And then, because if it's too low, you don't know how to do, you don't know how to deal with it. And so you'll create more anxiety or you'll take risk when people are anxious and you'll take more risk or you won't take enough risk and things will go wrong. Like you just you don't know what you're doing because you can't read the room. That's what I got from that. Girl, I have been in situations where management can just make a clusterfuck of any situation. Yes. It can be something so simple that everybody else sees. Like, okay, now looking at all the factors. We all think we should go with A. Mm-hmm. And the manager, like, no, we're going to go with C. 
You didn't even consider B, which right. was less than, but it could still work. But you're going to go to a totally different route versus what everybody else is doing. Now you're causing the morale to just be low. Yeah. Because you're not. Okay. Right. All right. Yep. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. That makes sense. Now I'm in a situation like that right now. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how their demeanor in the past and current is impacting the emotions of their employees, therefore impacting productivity, therefore impacting morale, therefore impacting people who just want to look forward to another day. That part. (laughs) (laughs) Can I I make it another hour? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just trying to get to three. That's it. Just trying to get to three. Right. But yeah, that's, that is it. Exactly. Like I can think of a example where um, management had already given us a ridiculous amount of stuff to do. Like our to-do list was off the chain. It was about five pages instead of the usual three. Like it was insane. And everybody was stressed out. And then we had this like emergency meeting and nobody likes emergency meetings because we know it's always going to be bad news. So we had this emergency meeting. Yes. Right? It was an emergency meeting. We weren't even... Uh, in a room we were standing in the middle of the department <laughs> I was like so they won't even give us chairs okay so this about to be real bad so then he let us know like uh, because this other department can't handle the volume that they're dealing with we're gonna have to take it on I'm sorry what yeah they don't wanna they don't wanna pick up this new information right now they don't want to like, you know, pick it up, learn it. It's the close to the end of the year anyway. So we're going to handle it and then they'll pick it up the next year. But what about the work we're doing? What about the stress we have? Exactly. It's the end of the year for us too. Like who said we could take on additional stuff? I don't understand. You had said previously in the prior episode that you were going to look out for us and we were going to be fine. And mm-hmm. now you're coming back and saying, I know. You guys are amazing. Leading it off with compliments. You guys are amazing. You Ooh. did all of this work. You are ahead of schedule, but I need you to do something else. No, see, you not. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Like, mm-hmm. you got to read the room. The room ain't having more. They can't handle more stuff. Like, we're stuffed. No. We, we had all the Thanksgiving meal. We had all of the Easter dinner. There's no more room for dessert. Like there's no more. There's that someone no- else made that you were like, I don't know how they did it. Right. Oh, exactly. I don't have that dessert. I'm good. No, you Mm-mm. have to eat it. Why? Because if you don't eat it, then we're not going to get paid. Right. <gasps> so don't threaten me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that was part of the conversation. Like, yes, this will be a part of added to your bonus structure. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, sir. <laughs> what? this is new this is brand new how is this included what is this but that's that's how they read the room like well y'all can handle it because we didn't totally i guess freak out we weren't throwing chairs we weren't to that level so we could handle it let it go girl let it go sis (laughs) it's over with that look 
that uh, that side right there has so much blackness in it. Yes. And I understand. I understand. But we're going to let it go because it's gone. It's yes. over. With. Read between the sides. Read between the sides. Right. Hashtag, hashtag you survive. Right. So let's get right on into this. How, how to use em- emotional intelligence, employ emotional intelligence for the betterment of you as a coworker, as a future leader, whatever the case may be, this is emotional te- intelligence and why it's important. So number one, emotional intelligence makes you a better leader. Why? Because with the understanding of emotions, not only yours, but those of others, you can communicate a vision more effectively. So number when you're, when you have a vision in place as a leader, it is your job to be able to communicate that messaging to the people that you are leading in a way that not only motivates them, but also makes them feel included. Um, that doesn't give them anxiety or fear, but it's something that they can understand so that they want to be a part mm-hmm. of it. You include them yeah. in this vision. If you don't understand uh, the emotions of others and your own, you're not going to be able to communicate effectively because you're going to be super hype about Mm -hmm. something that you haven't even included them in on. And they're sitting here looking at you like, well, what are you talking about? I don't care. Right. They got nothing to do with me. Oh, it do. Oh, Oh. and you didn't think to bring this up ahead of time because it would include me. Okay. All right. Exactly. You're going to feel like a worker and not a contributor. Yes, you know, like that part. I could, uh, could, I could work all day, but contributing makes me feel fulfilled. And that part. Not look at it as actual work. Exactly. Like that's what a true leader does. Yes, yes. I love that. That's an excellent way to say it. There is definitely a difference between working and contributing. That is, I love mm-hmm. that. Um, in addition to that, um, emotional intelligence also as far as being a better le- a better leader helps you to inspire others because now you know a little bit or understand how people you can understand how people tick like what motivates them what what is it that really lights them up inside um if you can pay attention to the physical and uh verbal cues that go on with people when you're talking to them then you will know how to light that fire under them so that they can do the best work possible that they want to do, that they can do. Um, You can, and I know I'm saying this and I, in the back of my head, I also see those potential leaders who use it for evil. So they, they think about it as just a (laughs) carrot and it's more than a carrot. It's not a carrot. Inspiration cannot be, in the form of a carrot, because eventually we we get sick of those. We get sick of those, especially if there's no actual reward at the end. And it's just always a carrot. No, 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 no. You inspire. We ain't talk about no uh, Tabitha carrot, dog. OK, we talk about regular carrot. So if it was a Tabitha carrot, dog, I'm like, I mean, let me just take that. Right. You know, but we talk about some regular raw uh, with the white stuff on yes, it. You got to scrape off stuff. here. Yes. Like, uh-uh, nope. Right, right. So you have to actually inspire. And they get that. 
not just from your words, but if you are authentic and feel what you're actually saying, that can also help inspire somebody. Um, and if you mm-hmm. walk what you talk, if you're doing what it is you say you want to see, that also can inspire. And lastly, mm-hmm. it can imp- you can improve response to stressful or uncertain situations. So if there is something that is going on in the department or with the, the folks that you were leading, if you understand emotional intelligence, if you have a high EQ, emotional quotient, then you have the ability to convey news that may scare folks, that may be really bad news. Like that situation I was talking about where the the management kept us standing in the circle in the middle of the department and said that we were going to get more work. That that could have been handled so much better if the emotional quotient was different. There would have been more conversations. It would not have been a surprise. If you know who you're if you know who you dealing who you are dealing with, most of us don't like surprises. So we would have had more conversations. This could have been a a chance for discussion where we could have had several of us in a room and he could have got the the lay of the land for what's been going on with the department, had a conversation with the other department that was so behind and everything to see if there was any alternatives to just us taking on somebody else's work. That could have been an option. It's many, many ways that that situation could have been handled to help kind of manage and improve the response so that those who are receiving news don't feel too stressed out. They don't feel like they're going to be burned out um, and it doesn't create this anxiety around uncertainty in situations that they don't feel that they have control over. So mm-hmm. being able to communicate those things effectively and with a high emotional intelligence definitely makes you a better leader because it makes the, it makes following you feel safer than if, than if Uh, we don't know what you're doing or if we can't trust you. Securing the talent. That part. Right. That's very important. And also being able to employ emotional intelligence, make you better at managing people and resources, which is our second key point in this topic. Now, when you are able to better manage people and resources, you have the ability to perceive and manage emotions, meaning you can pick up on and sense shifts and feelings and are therefore better able to respond appropriately. If you have an employee who is always dedicated, they're always the first one to volunteer to take on a new project or there's someone who's innovative to come and say, hey, we've been having this issue. Is it possible that we could try this instead? But then slowly you notice, I mean, over time, you notice they're no longer raising their hand. They're no longer bringing up and contributing to team meetings. They're just showing the fuck up. Mm-hmm. That means somebody more likely you as their management has gone wrong. Yeah, They are no longer inspired. They are no longer interested in being your workhorse. Right. What can you do as, as a manager who has high IQ? It wouldn't have got to that point because you would have picked on it as soon as you noticed something was different, Mm -hmm. something was off. You were no longer getting that same uh, camaraderie 
you know, that you have in the past with this person. Um, and it went and get to the point that they start looking for other jobs, looking for other listings, you know, looking to move outside of the company. Like mm-hmm. I'm no longer, people are going to know, people are eventually no longer decide I'm going to stop just dumping my energy into an endless pit. Because yeah. there's nothing that is going to come of it. There is nothing growing from this garden of my hard labor mm. and my uh, mental capacity. There is nothing. This is just dead dirt. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't soil. This is just some dead dirt. And I'm steady planting seeds in it and wondering, I don't understand why it's not growing. Yeah, because the people who are the guardians of that are not nourishing it. They're not watering it. They're not feeding it. They're not giving, make sure it has sunlight. They are just using you to continue to just till over and over this dead dirt that's not going to get anything out of it mm. until you pass out and die like one of them damn <laughs> uh, cattle or ox that used to pull those uh, <laughs> teals back in the day like and I feel like that's sometimes that's how black women feel in corporate America Hell I yeah, know I, I relate it so hard <laughs> uh, uh, like <laughs> but also like when you are better at managing people and resources you have this thing that I just learned probably like past five years something called empathy. I, I feel like I've had it, but not to everybody. I, I don't I don't use my energy for everybody. Mm-hmm. I know empathy is probably part of human nature you should have for all people, but I don't. I don't. I'm getting better now, but I think like when I became a mother, I started to something woke up in my heart was like, oh, it's our time, y'all. <laughs> it's our time. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, goodness. Oh, the lights are on. Look at that. This is a hell city. Anyways, yeah. So um, you can empathize. I'd be able to empathize. It allows you to understand power dynamics in certain situations, especially social situations, which can influence how you interact with others. Before, it was like, okay, I don't know what to tell you. Look, just got to get this stuff done. But now it's like, Something's impacting you outside of work. Do you want to talk about it? Okay, how can we adjust your workload so that you're able to do your job, but it's not going to impact you to the point that you are just going to quit completely? Mm-hmm. Um, and improving your decision making skills is another thing that EI does. Uh, it allows you to understand the impact circumstances have on your mental and emotional state and those involved. That little thing that, that okay, I'm fed the fuck up. Yep. Um, my anxiety is about to go. Uh, choose somebody else. Choose somebody else. Okay. I'm on a 10. I'm on a 10. Choose somebody else. Like that point comes into play. Yes. Like, I know I can separate facts from felons. But now I'm not capable of doing that. So it's probably best for me to just take a step back mm-hmm. and reevaluate and give myself time to just rest mm-hmm. because it takes a lot. But EI, it takes energy just like everything else because it takes effort. Yeah. Nothing that has, that needs you to have effort towards it will not, uh, it's not for free. It's going to, it's going to use some energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why sometimes I feel like people are like, I ain't got time for it because I don't have the energy for it. But you get the reward so much more than the energy you put in. Right. You know, like just being able to convey ideas to manage uh, others, it impacts the engagement and motivation of others. Like this isn't necessarily something that managers need to have. It's all people who work with other people yes. need to be able to 
uh, learn how EI is important. What EI is and how you can improve your EI is because we all have to work together. We all got our own stuff going on outside of work and everything. But mm-hmm. when we are together, can we just have some compassion towards one another? Right. I mean, don't just coddle one person and expect everybody else to be on their own. Like, you should just, what can I do to help? Yes. Just let me know. What can I do to help? So it helps you better manage people and resources. Get the job done smarter, not harder. That's right. And just move on and have energy to live outside of this damn nine to five. Because yes. life is so much more than this. It really is. It really mm-hmm. is. And when it's not, then you find yourself angry at any little thing because your entire <laughs> existence revolves around one place. And that is no good for anybody. No good. No. Don't do it to yourself. Because then if when it's gone, what happens? Do you stop existing? No. You got to find something else to live for. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Um, I feel like that's something that boomers, you know, did they yeah. put their whole everything into a job and then when a lot of them got laid off or forced into early retirement they didn't know what the hell to do yeah because they focus on just their job like y'all had whole kids whole generations of people raise themselves because they were focused on just a job because that's what they were taught yeah yeah and it's i mean and i will say i think for some of them too it was different because some jobs cared about them but as jobs progressed mm. and, and times right. changed, that that care disappeared. And so did the opportunity to be a part of pension plans and everything else. They mm-hmm. weren't giving you gold watches anymore. They was giving you pizza parties and stickers and stuff and saying, we want you to feel appreciated. Not when I can get a, a two for $9.99 from the, late, the shop down the street of pepperoni right. and cheese. No, I'm fine. But, you know, it is what it is. It's, there's a sign here. I never looked at it like that. I, I mean, I never like that. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like they gave because they received. Mm-hmm. But in the era that we grew up in or grew up in, it's more so companies are outsourcing. So mm-hmm. it's not a big deal to just shut down a whole entire company and outsource those services to Mm-mm. other people or even to uh, robots. Right. You know? <laughs> right. All right. So moving on to the third reason or item about emotional intelligence. You had something to say? You was going to I was going to You was going to sing. Burst out a song. I was burst out. Of- <laughs> you already know me. <laughs> you said I said the reasons. The reasons why we're here. The reasons why you need your E.I. Hey, you need to know how read the room. You got <laughs> but in the office or over Zoom. Yes. You need to know. <laughs> That's it. The remix. How to be smooth. <laughs> yes. That's a song. <laughs> oh, I, saw, God, I, saw, I saw them hands come up. I was like, it's a song coming. She about to do something. <laughs> let her me, ass about to do. Let me hush up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But yes, we want to use emotional intelligence because it helps you become more resilient. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with resiliency because resiliency can make you tired. There, There is a, a fine line between resilience and abuse. And um, just know that. But personal persecution, that part. But resilience means you are able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions, a.k.a. bounce back. So you are able to bounce back, snap back, get back to a a equal plane um, to evenness of some sort or at least a manageable place in your life uh, when you are resilient. So when you have an emotional in, when you have emotional intelligence, you're able to quickly observe and assess situations from multiple angles. So when you're having a conversation with uh, Karen and she gives you a little bit more attitude than normal, you might un- you might be able to observe from the angle that Karen is under some stress and she's had a lot of stuff going on. She had a, a I don't know, a death in the family and a bunch of other assignments. And so she's kind of anxious. And so she she's given a little bit more uh, anxiety, a little bit more uh, attitude in her email when she's asking you to provide something. If you have emotional intelligence, sometimes you can know those things. You can observe those things and you can excuse. Karen's Karen's attitudinal email this one time. We're not making habits of these things. We're not people pleasing and allowing thing people to to step over us time and time again. But we might be able to better understand what's going on in somebody's frame of mind when something's going on. Um, or as a manager, you might see that I don't know. Tom is starting to uh, leave early every day. He he, but. Uh, he has all his work done. Things are still running smoothly, but he has to leave a little bit earlier than normal. Maybe you have a conversation with uh Tom, or maybe not, because the work's still getting done. So what do you care? Girl, I don't care. Tom, <laughs> do what you need to do. Okay, right. like me as a manager. Okay, is his work done? He's leaving a little bit earlier. How much earlier? We talking about an hour? We talking about fifteen minutes? Right. Are we talking about what? Is it done now? Hour, I'm like, okay, now, Tom, exactly. you ain't even talked to me. You haven't even come to me and let me know what you're going through that you need to adjust your schedule. Right. We can adjust it, but just don't be doing stuff because you want to do it, Tom. Damn. But if it's 15 minutes or whatever, maybe you got to catch a train. Maybe you got to go pick up his kids from daycare or whatever. Yo, EI should be like, eh, let's just have a quick conversation. But either way, I don't care. Your work done. Bye. Right. And see, that's emotional intelligence. Cause some some micromanaging have to be in control of everything. Want to know yep. every little bit of detail about your life. Managers and people <laughs> in leadership don't have that level of intelligence to be able to discern when a situation is an issue and when it's just it's just that's just how it is. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. So and that can relieve so much stress and help you to jump on to the next thing, add it to your resiliency. If you could be if you are able to decipher the difference between situations, 
Um, another thing will emotional intelligence will allow you to do is to collaborate and cooperate with others, which adds to your resiliency, because if you can do those things, you can alleviate some pressure on yourself. You do not have to take mm-hmm. on an entire task by yourself. You are able to rely on the work and efforts of others and also get perspective from other people that might enhance what it is you have to offer. Understand, too, and we have talked about this previously, not all uh, skin folk or kin folk and not all allies are safe. Some of them are colonizers and some of the kin folk is colonizers in disguise too. like just be aware, use your your brain and think and know who it is that you're working but with. If you got EI, you could pick up on those things, Boom. you know, like. Uh, somebody moving the way they shouldn't be moving, especially around me and my business. <laughs> that part. So, yeah. Exactly. And last but not least, when it comes to resiliency and emotional intelligence, you are better able to deal with stress. When you can recognize your own emotions, then you can know, okay, this situation is affecting me negatively. Maybe I need to remove myself for a second, take a breather, take a walk take a a longer lunch or something, come back and then I can handle the work that I have to do uh, with a fresher mind. Um, It'll allow you to recognize that I'm fed up. This is not just a coincidence. This is not just um, a, a Jeff irritating me or Karen irritating me. Like it is this place. I do not like this job. I can, I am mm-hmm. worth more. I should be valued more. I should be appreciated more. And I am not receiving that. I have done all the things and I am excelling. So this is not the place for me. Once you can recognize your emotions, piece the fact from the feelings, then you can better assess and handle a situation and deal with stress in the best way possible. And then also Mm self-awareness. That's a huge thing. Having self-awareness is important because it helps to know how you are impacting a situation um, or how a situation is impacting you. Not vice versa, because I said that already, but how how you are impacted by a situation. Your self-awareness can change the game and it can help you see things from different people's perspectives. Um, It can also help you to self-correct if it's things that you are doing that you might not have been aware of, but you sit and self-reflect on a situation at hand and can see your part in what went wrong. Then it gives you the opportunity to self-correct before somebody tries to correct you. So Mm -hmm. I think self-awareness is a topic that we should address later, like in and of itself, because self-awareness is one of those things can really uh, dig deep and help you grow, not only in your job, but just personally. So self-awareness and reflection are like huge. And you can start with your journey in the journaling. That is a way that you can dive into self-awareness and self-reflection. So if you don't know about uh, journaling, Check out the Journey into Journaling episode. It gives you great tips on how to start that process um, for journaling if you've never done it before. And as I said, it is a great way to do some self-reflection to start practicing self-awareness. 
So you can also help us with some self-reflection by going ahead and writing us a review. Wherever you're listening to our, our podcast right now, it helps us know what we're doing right or what we can improve on. And it also lets other people know who may come across our podcast. Hmm, should I or shouldn't I? But if you give us a five star, then yeah, they go click on it and start listening to it and fall in love with it just like you did. Because we so appreciate every single person that listens to our podcast every single week. It makes us fulfilled to know that we are bringing some content that full-time Black women can utilize and just have the ease of understanding that we see you because we are you. While you're out doing that, writing a review, go ahead and follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Full-Time Black Woman and on Instagram at FT Black Woman. Um, I'm just going to leave right there. But we got a lot of stuff for y'all. We do. We do. You know, you know, we do. We do. That's it. We're going to take a commercial break and be right back. Who needs $20? Who needs $20 Amazon gift card? Me. Anybody? Okay. Calm down. This is for people who haven't started their own podcast with Buzzsprout. But if you go ahead and click on the link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid invoice. But you're like, uh, other than the gift card, uh, but uh, why? At least I'll let you know why. Oh, because they have all the best things so that you can get started on your podcast journey just like we did. When you sign up for a paid plan, you not only get an awesome website, you get an interface that allows you to see who listening, where they listening, how they listening, and how long they listening to you. Look, they make it so much easier to learn the podcast again. Why? You have unlimited resources. Not only, as Elise said, you get this bomb website, you also have a resource you could go to to find out, hey, how can I make my YouTube pop it with my uh, podcast? How can I uh, integrate my this into that? I'm trying to make some coins, some monetization. They give you all that information constantly. We love Buzzsprout because when we first started into this podcast game, we were like, I don't know, but how you do it? I don't know. I mean, I don't, we don't mess up. I don't know. But Buzzsprout are like, hold on. I got you. Take my hand, little child. <laughs> wow. They sure did. And they had all the enthusiasm, all of the information we needed. So all that you need is sign up for our paid plan at www.fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash to get your $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan. And we are back. We're back and we're back and we're back. It's 80s sitcom. I'm about to say that took me to my childhood. I don't know why, but it did. So the importance of emotional intelligence. It makes you more likable and undeniable. So what does that mean? Obviously. If you're likable, that gets you far because we all know corporate America mm-hmm. is just another, uh, what do you call them? 
it's a microcosm of outward society yeah like exactly like if you're popular then you're going to be able to get you know uh more people who are going to bat for you and bend rules for you too exactly that part yes so it's it's just another opportunity to make quote-unquote friends um and then being undeniable is well, I'll just get into it. So being able to interact well with others is an aspect of emotional intelligence. If you have low emotional intelligence, number one, you're probably going to be a problem. Like you are not going to be collaborative. You are not going to be somebody who is open to other people's uh, comments and opinions and things. So having a high emotional intelligence helps you to build those meaningful relationships, which are necessary for um, mentorship uh, situations, sponsorship situations, those relationships that open you up to opportunities and things like that. So it makes you undeniable in that you are more likely to get what it is you want out of your career because you will have not only those strong connections within corporate America spaces that will get you into the doors that will get you into the rooms that will get you into the conversations that need to be had basically. So that is what we mean by undeniable. Now I, we're not discounting that there is massage noir. There is misogyny. There is racism. There is implicit bias that they the, the, um, institutional racism, Sexism, classism, all, all of that. that, all of those things still exist. Yes. But when you can make meaningful relationships using your emotional intelligence with the right people that can break through some of that to at least get you the visibility necessary to have those conversations that get you to the table, so to speak. So mm-hmm. Ways to do that through emotional intelligence is through active listening and open-ended questions. So when you encourage open dialogue, you get to dive a little bit deeper into the person that you're talking to. They have the opportunity to elaborate instead of just offering a yes or no answer or a definitive answer. You might be able to uh, get a little bit more about how they think how they solve problems and also get them to talk a little bit about themselves. Cause the people that you want to connect with who are in higher positions don't often get to talk about themselves, but also love to do it sometimes. So if you get to yep. ask them, so how did you get into this position? I'm interested, you know, in your well. capacity, that, as soon as you hear that, well, yeah, you got them. You in there. <laughs> Interesting story. That, uh, that you want to go and get coffee and talk about it so I can talk about my motherfucking self? Right. They love that shit. So when you're able to do the active listening, which means that you are not just sitting there like a bump in a log, you are actively listening you have head movement you are leaning in you have eye contact you are asking follow-up questions all of these things make for great conversation and make you a memorable person to talk to and last for being likable and undeniable is reading and using proper eye contact and body language this is definitely important especially if you're going to have meaningful relationships you want to 
have proper eye contact. Don't be looking down. Don't be looking at somebody's shoes or your shoes or somebody who's not even in the conversation shoes. Look at the person. Or side eyes. That too. Be careful. If you cannot control your face, learn. Learn. Have You're going to have to learn how to control your face sometimes. Try to avoid rolling your eyes in the middle of a conversation. Just be aware of your body language. Um, don't cut yourself off from a person if you're having an open dialogue with someone that you're trying to establish some kind of connection or relationship with. Um, and do what you can to make not only you feel comfortable in the conversation, but those around you who are with, uh, talking with you to feel comfortable so that you're not taking deep <sighs> size and stuff like that while somebody's <laughs> talking like I feel attacked because <laughs> don't be looking at your watch and things like that these are all things that will take away from your likability they will also create distance between you and the person that you are trying to work with so if you truly want to be likable and undeniable which we have established gets you further in the uh, congeniality contest that is corporate America, you should use and heighten your emotional intelligence. I, I can appreciate that and I respect that. Yeah. But the deep breaths and stuff, it, it is not professional at all. I can never defend that. Mm-mm. Even if I try, because that's what I'm trying right now. If I can't find it, <laughs> <laughs> but I was searching for it. Uh, I'm like, do you want me to do a deep breath or you want me to cut you out? Which one is it? Because after like one, you, you know, right. but if you're in an environment like that, just leave. Yeah. Don't let anybody get you out of character. Like, right. That's a bad no, situation. That's not healthy. Right. So have an emotional intelligence or being able to employ emotional intelligence also allows you to do this last point. Makes you a fuck winnable. Mm, say it that? again. Say uh, it again. Makes you a fuck winnable. Yes. Okay. Like if you have emotional intelligence in the wrong hands, it can it can seem like manipulation. In the right hands, it could be motivation. So it's a, it's a bit mm. But Tia, hero, and a villain, mm-hmm. which is just true. Yeah. A lot of villains like, you made me this way. Absolutely. You know, like, I wasn't born this way. I, you made me this way. Yep. Type of situation when you get to the backstories. But being able to have it, it allows you to be able to have better um, intentions, um, be able to read intentions better. Um, You are able to lead a conversation, be a key contributor in projects and decision making. Uh, You have an exception. You can't exception a higher up. Yes, you can Inception and higher up. So you know that movie Inception where you can place a thought in the minds of somebody else? <laughs> this is some villain shit. Yes. Okay, so you can Inception a higher up. Um, you can nullify the impact of a rival by being a master of your emotions because rivals, especially rivals of full-time Black women, like to play on elementary uh, levels of let me just keep picking, picking, and getting her to act out so they'll be able to see that she would not be a good leader. She will not be a good example. And the easiest way for me to do that is just get her to act like a Black woman, in my opinion. 
and try to get her to be ignorant in the situation. Mm -hmm. So um, when you have emotional intelligence, you already can tell who are the ones who are going to be starting some trash and keeping them at bay and away from you so that they cannot be able to what inception you mm, that's right that's <laughs> right get you to do something that you never thought you would do right so because you be all fuck with about absolutely now i i like the idea of being able to inception a higher up because some higher ups i really do believe that they don't know what they're doing and they're looking for somebody to tell them what to do in some cases, not all, but some. No, I agree with you. Right. I, I think, like you said, I'm also go with most. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so when you have the ability to use emotional intelligence and then there's other tactics that can be used through um what you say and how you say it and things like that, you could influence them to put you on a project. You could influence them to um, promote you in some circumstances or at least sponsor you. You can influence them or inception them to give you greater flexibility with your schedule. Like there are certain ways that this can be done through emotional intelligence. Now, again, is it a form of manipulation? No. I mean, you're using it for good, kind of for you. You're, I don't know. It's, it's a thin line, like you said, Isha, in the beginning, between a hero and a villain. But we have to use all tactics by any means necessary to get ahead because we have too many barriers. So that is that. Like, I, I think, haven't you, you've inceptioned before. I believe you have. Are we getting to Casperish? Hashtag Casperish? We might as well. Yeah, let's get hashtag Casperish. So... Um, number one, Isha, what is your level of emotional intelligence and has it improved over time? And also, do you remember it a has. time where you used it? <laughs> I feel like I use it every single day. Yeah. Um, I think that my level of emotional intelligence is at a healthy level. Can it grow from where it is now? Absolutely. Am I actively working to grow it? Nope. <laughs> but has improved tremendously over the years. As mm-hmm. I stated before, I didn't even know what EI was. And then when I found out what it was, I was like, do I have it? Is it high enough? Oh my God. You know, but mm-hmm. over the years of just breaking out of my shell and also out of my mental chains of believing that I'm an island mm-hmm. in a work environment. And if I work hard, you know, all of a sudden I'll be able to move up. Um, I feel like it has grown to the point it has benefited me more personally, I feel, than professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and have I accepted higher? Absolutely. Please. I mean, come on. I've been doing this stuff since elementary school. Like, telling my teacher, don't you think, I don't know, I'm not sure, but if we pass the proficiencies that a pizza party just really is going to cut it. I was thinking something like the zoo or maybe even going to an amusement park. That would really motivate people. But you do, you know, I've been doing that <laughs> for a 
long time. Like it would make everyone so happy, like super, super, super happy. So yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. Um, I feel like we overlook the importance of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. as full-time black woman because we all have been in a little situation where I ain't come here to make friends. Yeah. I can't here to do my job with all my job description. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And take my butt home. I'm not looking to make friends. I get that. We're not looking to make a friends. So we're looking to actually build a network. There you go. Two different things. Yes. You know, like once you learn the difference and accept it and figure out how you yourself can bring your already natural abilities to build that network, you'll be so much better off. And I feel like a lot of us jump from company to company, job to job, career to career, because we haven't figured out that one point Mm -hmm. and how to establish roots. Now, I'm not telling you to stay in an environment that is not beneficial to you, that's not conducive to your mental health desk. I'm not telling you at all. In those situations, fuck it. But I feel like sometimes we're real quick to just run. And then where we at? Back to start starting yep. at zero yeah and building and building and building like sometimes you just need to change yourself it may be easier to start over new somewhere and make that change but you have to actively have that in your mind that you're going to be this person mm-hmm. going into it or more yourself mm-hmm. and going into it but what about julie's what is your level of emotional intelligence and has it improved over time i would say yes my emotional intelligence is it's at a healthy it's at a healthy level um i think that therapy and self-reflection and things like that um were very helpful towards building my emotional intelligence um because Mm -hmm. it let me see some of the things that were causing me to like my people pleasing tendencies, being able to understand and learn about that and recognize it um, through my journaling exercises and things helped me to become more aware, not only of my emotions, but how I let other people's emotions impact me. And therefore I can use that information to um, better to increase my emotional intelligence as it is. So mm-hmm. It's definitely improved over time because I didn't know what it was. I had no clue. I didn't know it was something I needed to use. I just knew that some people were emotional and some people weren't. And I knew who to stay away from at certain times and who to talk to Mm -hmm. at certain times. And that was the extent of that. That was all I needed to know for survival purposes. I knew who to talk to when and who not to talk to and things like that. But it's so much deeper than that because having emotional intelligence can really improve situations at within your career. It can make the difference between whether you get added onto that project or not. It can make a difference between whether you move up or not, because as we said, you have to be likable in certain situations and it's not about just making friends It's at least having some camaraderie, being able to, um, work with others and collaborate. Those things are important in leadership and uh, moving up. So emotional intelligence is one of those things that 
we may not have known much about at one point, but learning about it, it should be something that we should add to the repertoire, to the toolbox in order to improve ourselves. The toolbox. Both in yeah. our careers and personally. So don't. I like that. Yeah. So don't look over it. Don't crinkle your nose up and screw your face up at it because it is a helpful thing that can take you far if you allow it to. So, and allow you to be unfuckwittable. How about that? <laughs> as you most likely are already as a full-time black woman, but hey, why not add to that toolbox like Elise mentioned? That part. So, with that, that brings us to the end of another episode. We hope that you got all that you could get, all the information, all the tidbits from your time with us. And remember, we are here for you full-time from coffee to wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman.